Welcome to Wellness Now, a health and wellness information program brought to you by Valleywise Health and District Medical Group. Each week we go in depth with different healthcare experts on some of your top health questions, getting answers to help you live your best life. Hello and welcome to Wellness Now, presented by Valleywise Health and District Medical Group. I'm your host, Dr. Michael White. Every year, nearly half a million individuals in the United States receive medical treatment for burn injuries. Many of these situations are preventable. Luckily, if you do need burn care, the Arizona Burn Center is one of the best places in the country to get help, and it's right here at Valleywise Health in Phoenix. So today, we're learning more about the Arizona Burn Center and how to prevent and treat some of the most common burn injuries. Joining us to discuss this is Dr. Kevin Foster, our Burn Center Director and a District Medical Group Physician at the Arizona Burn Center. Dr. Foster, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Tell us a little bit this morning about the Arizona Burn Center and what makes it unique. Burn care in the United States is a lot like trauma care in that it's regionalized. And what that means is that we put centers of excellence in strategic places around the country. And when people get sick with that particular disease, they're sent to that institution. The Arizona Burn Center, Valley Wise Health, is the regional burn center for all of Arizona and a big chunk of the southwestern United States, uh, which includes uh, New Mexico and a little bit of the border states of Utah, California, and, um, and Colorado. And the result of that is that we're one of the largest burn centers in the United States. We're definitely the largest burn center in the western United States. And um, we take all the burn patients that are referred to us, and we also take care of a lot of people who have other skin and soft tissue diseases, particularly infections and inflammatory conditions. Such a wonderful asset and a wonderful resource available <coughs> to us within our community. How long ago was the Arizona Burn Center established you know, within, you know, within our organization? So the, the Burn Center uh, started back in the, in the 1960s, uh, even before this hospital was, was built. And then we became part of this hospital um, in 1974 when this hospital was constructed. And then we had a new Burn Center built uh, about 10 years later and then refurbished 10 years after that. And now we have a, a new Burn Center going into our, our new facility being built right here on this campus and hopefully we'll be in in that in in a couple of years. But we've been around since the late 1960s. About how many patients per year do you and your colleagues treat within the burn center? We admit about a thousand patients a year, patients who actually come into the hospital and are admitted to the hospital. Usually these patients have surgeries and they spend a varying amount of time in the hospital depending on, on how ill they are. On average, it's about 12 days. And then we also have a very busy outpatient clinic and a very busy emergency department. And in those two places, we see about 6,000 people who don't have to be admitted to the hospital. They're just simply taken care of as outpatients. You know, you alluded to the fact that we've done a lot of work, you know, around building dedicated space, you know, for burn care. Why is it important for the investments and the necessity to have these specialized spaces to take care of these burn patients? As I said before, burn care is regionalized and we concentrate resources and centers of excellence. 
uh, and we bring patients to those centers. And there, there's a reason for doing that. Burn care is highly specialized and it is very resource intensive. It requires a lot of special people with special training and it requires a lot of uh, special resources in terms of equipment and supplies and dressing changes and, and things like that. So if one has a hip fracture or is having a heart attack, you can go to any uh, hospital and get care. But if you have a really severe burn injury, the resources to take care of that are, are so large that you really have to go to a center of excellence. And that's why we concentrate resources the, the way we have. And from a people perspective, we have surgeons and nurses and occupational and physical therapists and psychologists and psychiatrists, nutritionists, pharmacists, uh, a whole slew of specialized people who take care of, uh, of burn patients. And that's why care is regionalized. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about the Arizona Burn Center at Valleywise Health with Dr. Kevin Foster. Valleywise Health offers exceptional health care at several locations across Maricopa County. If you need medical care or have questions for one of our clinicians, visit valleywisehealth.org to get started. We talked about burn and soft tissue injuries as one of those specific conditions which we treat within the Arizona Burn Center. What are some of the most common reasons that people are seeking out this specialized care? Right. So what we do primarily is we take care of burn patients. And most, uh, most burn injuries are relatively small, and we see a tremendous number of, of those patients. The most common reason that people get burned is from scald injury, hot water or hot liquid scalds. And we see a, a fair number of people who have flame injuries, usually from occupational or recreational uh, sources. We actually don't see a whole lot of people who get burned in house fires anymore. I think we've done a really good job in, in making houses and, and apartments and, and trailers safer than they, than they used to be. But in addition to taking care of burn patients, we take care of a lot of patients who have skin and soft tissue diseases. For instance, patients who have really bad infections the so-called necrotizing fasciitis, flesh-eating bacteria disease. We take care of a lot of those patients. In fact, we are definitely a center of excellence for that, and we get people um, transferred in from all over the Southwest for us to take care of the acute infection and then also to do the reconstruction after the, the pretty radical surgeries that are, that are necessary. We also take care of a, a variety of other types of, of wounds, diabetic wounds, um, venous stasis wounds, uh, patients who have post-operative wounds, traumatic wounds. We are not limited in what we do in terms of, of wound care. And then there are some other sort of rarer, um, uh, more unusual skin conditions that we take care of. For instance, allergic reactions like Stevens-Johnson syndrome or toxic epidermal necrolysis syndrome, which a lot of people have never heard of. And if you go through your entire life and never hear about this, that's great. Uh, but uh, if you do get this condition or if a family member gets this condition, we are always here to take care of those patients. What do you think would surprise people the most? To, uh, around what it takes to take care of these complicated patients for burn care. So I, I think that what would surprise people the most is how long the care actually takes and how intense it is and how, how many surgeries people require. For somebody with a very large burn, it's not unusual for them to be in the hospital for two or three or four months. It's not unusual to have 20 or 30, 30 surgeries during that period of time. It, uh, it often requires a stay in the intensive care unit in a drug-induced coma 
for weeks at a time. And that's just the acute care. Once we're finished with that, it uh, takes at least that same amount of time and oftentimes two or three or four times as long uh, with acute rehabilitation and getting patients back to being normal people. So I think that's the thing that probably surprises people the most is, is how intense and, and um, how much time it takes for patients with big burns uh, to get better. You alluded to some of the ways that you know individuals may come in contact or become burned. Is there a busier time of the year for you and your colleagues within the Arizona Burn Center? So there, there is a, a busier time, but before I get to that, um, in general, uh, we are busy as defined by what's going on in our community. So if there's a disaster or a large fire or an explosion, uh, oftentimes we will get all of the patients from, from that incident. And that oftentimes will define how busy we are. Having said that, however, our busy time is definitely the summer. And the reason for that is because of the hot temperatures and the sunny days that we experience in, in Arizona. And uh, what that does is it makes surfaces hot. Pavements, sidewalks, asphalt, even building surfaces, door handles, uh, the interior of cars, you name it. Anything that, uh, that is outside and exposed to our uh, hot Arizona temperatures and direct Arizona sunlight, it can be a source of people getting burned. And so what we see in the summertime is people who come in contact with hot surfaces, people who fall down or sit down or who don't wear shoes when they walk out on the, on the driveway. You know, anything that gets you into contact with a hot surface can lead to a pretty serious burn. So summers tend to be our busy season. And uh, we, in the burn center, we're always happy to see September because that means temperatures are going to decrease and, and hopefully people are not going to be as injured as much. So uh, September is one of my favorite months in Arizona. What are some of the tips that you can share with us today to help avoid burn injuries in the kitchen, outside as we're dealing with um, cooking, etc., or even the contact burns as you were just discussing, you know, uh, in, during the hot weather? There are a lot of things that, that people can do to prevent burns, and most burns, especially the smaller burns, should really be considered as completely uh, preventable. Um, some of the larger burns, some of the accidents that happen to people, some of the industrial events that we see, those, those are not completely preventable. But a lot of the things that happen around the home uh, and around uh, recreational activities are uh, preventable. So we, we talk about doing very simple things, especially when it comes to kids. For instance, most of the burn injuries that we see in kids happen in the kitchen. So keep your young kids out of the kitchen when you're cooking. If you're using the stove, make sure the pans are on the, on the back of the stove and the handles are turned inward so somebody can't reach up and inadvertently grab a handle. Um, you have to be very careful with the microwave, in, especially in Arizona, because our kitchen designs tend to put the microwaves up high. And even adults oftentimes have to reach up over their heads to get things out of the microwave. And it, uh, it, it's very easy to spill things when they come out of the microwave. When it comes to summertime and hot surfaces, you just have to remember that any surface exposed to our temperatures and sunlight can be hot, and sometimes 180 degrees hot, which is almost boiling, and can cause a, a burn injury in just a fraction of a second. So you really have to protect yourself when you go outside in the, in the summertime here. 
The other thing that we tell people to be very careful with is grills and uh, propane heaters. You know, anything that uh, starts a fire or burns or explodes can cause a burn injury, and you just have to be extraordinarily careful around those things. Dr. Kevin Foster with the Arizona Burn Center at Valleywise Health is explaining how to prevent and treat common burn injuries. You can make a virtual or in-person appointment with a district medical group provider at Valleywise Health by calling 833-855-9973 Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. or by visiting valleywisehealth.org and clicking the book appointment button. You know, when we talk about burns, we often talk about, you know, how severe the burn is. And you hear about first-degree burns, second-degree burns, etc. How do you and your colleagues, you know, make that determination of the type of burn, and how does that influence some of the treatments that you're going to use? Well, you're exactly right. We, we tend to um, classify burns in, in two general categories. Number one is the depth of the burn, first degree, second degree, third degree. A first degree burn is just the outer surface of the skin. A second degree is just some of the skin. And a third degree is all of the skin. And then we also classify it by the extent of the burn, how much of the body surface area is involved. And we do that by, by a percentage. So uh, if somebody comes in with a scald burn to the hand, we would say that's a 1% uh, partial thickness or second degree uh, scald burn to the, to the hand. And it can be a little bit difficult to assess patients when they first come in because burns uh, tend to evolve over time. And the initial injury usually gets worse. And uh, so what the patients ultimately end up with 24 or 48 hours after injury may not be exactly what they, what they present with. But, um, you know, we have lots of, uh, of seasoned professionals in the burn center, people that have seen tens of thousands of burns over the years. And we've gotten pretty good at, at, at predicting where the burns are going to, to end up. And ultimately, what we, what we try to do is we try to treat as many people as we can as outpatients. Uh, it's always better to be home as opposed to being in the hospital. But uh, taking care of burn injuries uh, presents some challenges. Oftentimes, the dressing changes are uh, involved, and you need to have a burn care professional do that. So oftentimes, we'll admit people just for dressing changes. Burns hurt. They hurt a lot. Think about just burning the tip of your finger on the stove and now multiply that by 10 or 20 or 100 or 1,000 times and imagine what that must feel like. So oftentimes we bring people in to control their pain. And then anytime that there's a deep burn or an extensive burn, uh, oftentimes that requires surgery. And anytime patients require surgery, we bring, we bring them into the hospital. So yeah, we do base our care on the depth of the burn and on the extent of the burn. And as I said before, it really requires somebody who's got a lot of experience to, to make that judgment. And that's what we're here for. If someone does get burned, what are some of the first steps that they should take, you know, prior to seeking consultation with their provider or coming into the emergency department? So there, there are a few things that people can do initially that can be really helpful. So for a big injury, um, obviously we want to stop the burning process. So extinguishing the, the flames or whatever the exposure is, is extraordinarily important. And you know, we've talked about this concept of stop, drop, and roll uh, you know, for decades now, and it, it, it's almost become uh, a trite expression, but it is so important. If by chance something catches on fire on your body, you know, a jacket or your uh, trousers or a pair of shorts or something like that, it is a 
absolutely crucial to get that extinguished as soon as possible. So stop, drop, and roll. Running is exactly the wrong thing to do because that provides more oxygen to the flames and the flames only get, uh, get worse. So that, that's really important is to stop the burning process, stop, drop, and roll. For smaller burns, obviously um, remove the exposure, so hot liquids or um, contact burns, get the patient away from that. And then we always recommend cooling the burn with uh, room temperature water, you know, running it under a faucet or under a hose that doesn't have hot water in it. Uh, what we definitely don't recommend is ice. And that, that sounds a little bit um, confusing because for a small burn, if you put ice on it, it feels so much better. The problem with that is that you already have a thermal injury, a heat injury to that area. And if you put ice on it, now you're going to have a cold injury on top of it. And oftentimes ice can make burns worse. So don't put ice on it. Just use room temperature or maybe slightly cool water and then cover the burn with a, a clean dry dressing. It doesn't have to be sterile and it can be anything. It can be a towel or a bed sheet or a pillowcase or even a piece of clothing. But uh, wrap the burn up and come and see us. We think about all of the ways that healthcare and you know and our procedures have changed and evolved over the years since the creation of the Arizona Burn Center. How has burn care evolved and changed throughout your career and throughout improvements in treatment of our patients? Well, I've been very fortunate to be around uh, for a long enough time that I have seen some some big changes in in the way that we take care of, of burn patients. In my lifetime, in the early 60s and the mid-70s and even into the 80s, uh, burn patients were not taken care of in the operating room. Uh, we basically waited for their burns to heal on their own and the mortality associated with that was very high. Most people died of their burn injuries, even relatively small burn injuries. And it really wasn't until the late 70s and early 80s that we started to operate on burns and remove the burn injury and do skin grafting. And that has become really the, uh, the basis of burn care is to get patients into the operating room, get the dead bad burn off of them and get skin grafting done as quickly as possible. Now we've seen advances in ICU care, ventilator management of smoke inhalation injury, the use of antibiotics and other support for bad infections which are always a problem for burn patients. And we've seen some advances in, in how we skin graft uh, patients. Skin substitutes and skin sprays. And uh, we at the Arizona Burn Center Valleywise Health have been very fortunate because we are almost always involved in, in the clinical trials that are being done around the country and around the world to try and figure out how to take care of, of burn patients better. And so we've, we've been part of these advances and I think we're very, very fortunate uh, for that. You know, years ago, the issue with a, a patient with a large burn was whether or not that patient would survive. That is not an issue anymore. The patient is going to survive. Now what we really concentrate on is making sure that that patient survives well. And we minimize scarring, we maximize function, we get them back to work or school or to whatever it was that they were doing. And I think we're doing a pretty good job with that. Still have a long ways to go, and Arizona Burn Center Valleywise Health is actively investigating numerous ways to take care of patients uh, better, but um, I think compared to where we were a half century ago, we, are, um, we have done a remarkable job of taking care of our patients. Dr. Foster, what drove you to be able to have a career 
um, in taking care of these very complicated and traumatically you know, injured patients. Well, I was very fortunate in my training to, uh, to work in a, a small burn unit in, in Wisconsin and work with um, a, uh, a surgeon who was very talented, very patient-oriented, and he had built a wonderful team uh, that, uh, that took care of burn patients. And I found myself drawn to that. The patients are complex. Um, they get very sick, but they get better, and they go back to their lives. And it requires a, a really tremendous uh, team approach. So I often get asked, um, you know, how can you stand doing that, you know, working in, in that environment, with the idea being that people are in a lot of pain and they're very sick. But I, I really am very lucky. I have a great job because I get to take care of people who are at their worst, and under most circumstances, they get better, and usually almost completely better, and they're grateful. And I get to do this with uh, just an unbelievably talented, motivated, great group of, of people. Our team here at the Arizona Burn Center Valley Wise Health is, is very large. Uh, almost all of them could work elsewhere, uh, and, uh, and they don't, uh, because they believe in the mission, and they believe in, in taking care of patients. And it really is an honor to, to take care of, of people who have been burned. So, yeah, I'm very lucky, and um, I definitely have found my niche, and I'm very grateful for that. What cases have stood out to you over the years, you know, as you've been doing this, and, and been some of the most rewarding? So, I think some of the most rewarding cases are, are, are the kids that we see, and how well they tolerate being injured, and uh, how well uh, they rehabilitate and how they go on to become, you know, great adults uh, afterwards. And, I, you know, I can think of a couple of people who uh, have gone on to be firefighters and healthcare professionals and who are, are paying back after suffering these uh, tremendous injuries. The other thing that is really great to do is to take care of people who've been involved in large victim casualty accidents. And, uh, we are able to take, you know, five or ten or fifteen patients all at once here, and uh, and work on them and get them better. And we recently had an explosion here in a local community, and uh, all of those patients are better now. So, I'm like I said, I'm very lucky, and, and there are lots of great rewards in what I do. One of the greatest things, being that recognized center of excellence in this, is we get a lot of visits and a lot of folks that are interested in the work that is being done in the Arizona Burn Center. So we see a lot of various celebrities and things that come through this. How is it for you and the team to be able to share those experiences with those well-recognized names, such as Taylor Swift, who spent time here with us in the Arizona Burn Center around that, to be able to share those stories and share the, you know, the lives of our patients with them? It's very nice to be able to do that, to have people who are interested. And, and I think we've got a number of, of great stories to tell. I always speak about the you know, triumph of the human spirit. It sounds like a trite phrase, but that, that's something I see on a daily basis. People who are, just suffer unspeakable injuries and who get better. And don't just get better, but they, they, they get a lot better. And they, and they end up being better people than they, than they were before they got injured. And so we have lots of really great inspirational uh, stories to tell. And I think that resonates with uh, a lot of people. You know, as we're ending our time here together today, what are some tips that we can give individuals um, to help them prevent having burns? And what resources may be available to them if they do get burned? Well, first of all, the Arizona Burn Center Valley Wise Health is open 
uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We never close. We never say no to a burn patient. And if you ever have any questions or concerns, get in the car and come down here. If you can't do that, call 911, have them bring you here. If you can't do that, call us. Uh, we are always available and always willing uh, to help. Again, I, I think the really important thing when it comes to prevention is just to, just to think about the potential causes for injury. And we have an excellent website. I would encourage people to uh, seek out the prevention measures that we've uh, put out on our website. Dr. Foster, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear something again, you can access all of our blogs and podcasts at valleywisehealth.org. Thank you and have a wonderful day. We hope you enjoyed listening to Wellness Now, brought to you by Valleywise Health and District Medical Group. If you're looking for more information about what you heard today, visit us online at valleywisehealth.org. There you'll find blogs, podcasts, and information about the healthcare providers you heard on the show. You can even book an appointment at a Valleywise Community Health Center near you. That's valleywisehealth.org slash be well. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon.